Hello, you beautiful people out there in podcast land. My name is Paul Workman. I'm Zach McCoy. And it is your boy, Trav. And we are your Oscar Grouches. Welcome back to the Oscars, the podcast Thursday show, Thursdays, where we take a look at the oeuvre of an Oscar winner and knower of cinema, Mr. Martin Scorsese. What are we watching this week, Zach? This week, we're watching ourselves while we're talking and looking back because we're done. We've watched everything Marty has released and most of what he's produced. I'm going to miss that intro. Yeah, I, I I feel like we've only scratched the surface of what he produced. We could do a well, whole other oh, podcast. Oh, you're, you're right. <laughs> True. But I think well, we added a nice mix of it, well, his yeah. production credits. Yeah. And yeah, when, I, I was going to say, I'll be honest with you. When I look back at what we've seen as far as stuff that he's been a producer on, eh, I wasn't the biggest fan. You know, I and I... I feel like uh, a lot of the stuff that we picked just happened to be in that year that we were covering. So we didn't get, we didn't get the sample size. I, I think we could have. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe that's fair. Yeah. It, it was a real roller coaster ride, like outside. Like, I feel like my top 20 is all just Scorsese films. I, I don't think any of his producing credits got put in there at all. Right. right. Well, yeah. This is it. This is is it. So so we're going to go ahead and we're going to do our top three. Uh, We'll we'll go round robin on it. Uh, Who would who would like to go first? She's so Uh, round that robin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll go first. Okay. Okay. I got number three and uh, it's a crossover with uh, yesterday's episode where um the departed it was in my top 10 list over there and it's my number three marty uh like i said it's just fun exciting thrilling just a blast to watch even though it's traumatized me (laughs) (laughs) i almost forgot about it anybody else have it in top three or where do you have it that's exactly where i have it number three the departed oh nice i have it at my number nine cool But in all fairness, isn't that still a five-star movie? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, God. Where did the five stars end on this list? Uh, 19. My my top 19 18. are all five stars. Pretty crazy. Uh, yeah. I got Mine my top at 11. 12. I had 12. I, I might have 12. I'm looking at Shutter Island. It's got four and a half. Maybe I'll go five. Mm. But, yeah. Nice. All right. Uh, yeah, how's that number you three? you say number three? Well. No. no, no, I thought you guys were going to talk about your your mutual love for your number three. Well, you know, again, yeah. Yeah. I, Mar- Marty does gangster films in uh, Massachusetts better than he does in New York, and it just is what it mm. is, guys. Mm. You know, when y'all can admit it to yourselves, you know, I'll, I'll be here. I'll be it waiting. what it is. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I will know. say there is only one other gangster film in his in his filmography that I have over The Departed, and that's good So mm-hmm. he panted. Mm-hmm. So so it's it, you're you're not far off, but mm-hmm. Goodfellas Goodfellas is immaculate. Mm. I just don't know how this man can be from New York and have a depiction of 
how nasty and dirty Massachusetts and racist <laughs> it is. Maybe you just he'd pop like, over and hang out sometimes. It's just insane to me. Like, how is he so spot on? Hanging out with Whitey it's, Bulger. It is, it is <laughs> yeah. rather wild. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Maybe if he would have directed that film, you know, Paul might be a fan. Which is weird because I, I don't think that. Wait, hold on. Whitey Bulger. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm confusing it with the other. The other one that he, the Michael Mann film, Public yeah, Enemies. No, yeah, I'm talking about Black Mass. Oh, Public Enemies is pretty good. Black Mass yeah. is a cartoon. Public Enemy is shit. very good, though. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, all right. So my, my number three is Taxi Driver. Nice. Oh, the film I thought was going to remain my number one forever. Oh. It's, it's my number three. I still love mm. that movie. It's still one of my all time favorites. Uh, I'm not going to remove it from my top four on Letterboxd anytime soon. Yeah. But but here on my third safety list, it has been relegated to my number three. I love that movie so much. Yeah, unfortunately for me, it is a five-star movie, but I do have it down in my number 10 spot. It's uh, coming in strong at my number two. Hell so. yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, boy. Taxi driver. It, it just, it does something. And... You know, watching it along with the best pictures and getting to Taxi Driver, it 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 felt like such a shift in the cinematic landscape, for lack of a better word. Yeah, and, no. and it's one of Marty's signature films. Nineteen seventy six. That's just crazy. Yeah, I mean, he's just a decade into his career as a director, and he comes out that fully formed. It's Oh, 25 formed. years ago that's just mind-blowing wait 25 years ago no 45 years ago right <laughs> yeah. like, what are we yeah 45 45 what do you mean the 90s 46 the 80s 40, was the 20 years ago even, yeah uh, no mind-blowing time what is time 45 years ago when that movie you watch it and better than most of the films you see today that's for sure uh trav what do you got number two yeah number two um shutter island damn it mm -hmm. i you know we already know scorsese's next two to three films and kind of makes me sad that we may not get another thriller from scorsese because i really think just off of his two you know Cape Fear and Shutter Island that, damn, I would have loved to see more thrillers. Isn't, isn't from Killers Scorsese. of the Flower Moon a thriller? I don't, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Might be thrilling. It, it might be, it'll definitely be thrilling. I don't know. I, I, I didn't, I didn't think it was, but you know, maybe it is. I thought it was another murder mystery. Ooh. Mm. Hold on. Well, that would be nice because, nice. uh, <laughs> I just Wouldn't think so. Be nice. It's an American Western crime drama, so it could be a thriller. You know, we'll yeah. see when we get there. How there's no details on it. That's the crazy thing. I haven't seen a lot of pictures from on set or anything really about yeah. it, except yeah. for this amazing cast. Yeah, the cast is amazing. Just incredible mm -hmm. casting. So, and it was two hundred million dollar movie. So. Mm. You know, I don't know, but that would be nice. I, I would really love that. Oh, you need to scoot on over to IMDb. There's a ton of pictures. Okay. Well, I'll be scooting. Not tonight, but I'll be scooting. 
All right. Uh, okay, so my number two ended Ooh. up being my voyage to Italy. Four wow. hours, four <laughs> hours of Scorsese just talking about Italian movies. Yeah, it it was like a master class in French and Italian cinema, and I'm sucker for so learning. Grateful. I'm I'm so grateful for it. Uh, it it's one of those. I always say that um, great films should make you want to watch other great films and not wish you were watching other great films. And yeah. this movie made me wish I was watching so many great films. I don't, again, I can listen to Marty talk about film. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's such, it's such a entertaining piece for me. And I know it's a real niche thing that most people aren't going to get into. And I, I don't think I'd ever recommend this film to anybody, but like, my hardcore cinephile friends but <laughs> but yeah it's it's great yeah absolutely oh yeah you're not wrong all right yeah. zach hit us with that number one my number one both these both these lists best picture best marty it's good fellas i mean it's it's i feel like it's his uh his supreme masterpiece out of all of them it's mm -hmm. If people think about it, it's usually the one they go to, and for good reason. Um, I just think it's another flawless film, and yeah, oh god, you know, I could probably juggle the top five here, and they're all just so great. But Goodfellas, I, I just think it, the editing really is, it's perfect. Everybody's doing so good and then that voiceover we talked about yeah you're not wrong it, i have it just incredible. outside my top three so you know it's sitting at my number four i got it at my number seven and yeah i i agree with everything you're saying like yeah. it's it's so immaculately immaculately made it's such a a tight piece of filmmaking that doesn't let up yeah and you know it it's sad also that you know we lost ray Liotta shortly after we covered it on the podcast and mm -hmm. yeah but he was so electric in that film yeah that and that's a standout film i mean and you know ray Liotta's is a great actor but that like robert de niro's done so many we can name name all these films where he's incredible and if you're gonna name a movie for ray Liotta, it's this one you know what right. i mean and i think uh, clearly it's due to marty you know what i mean because he doesn't yep. have any other films in his catalog that can stand up to his role in goodfellas like yeah. versus like de niro and pesci where we could probably name two or three that really stand up there with goodfellas huh yeah that's a great yeah. Yeah. Uh, right i thought you said wait so, and i was like oh okay. <laughs> wait <laughs> no i might I might have been yawning a little bit when I said it because I am tired. Yeah, we'll no. say we'll say wait, Trav. Wait, Trav. Hey, what's hey, your number one? Number one, and it is Hugo. Uh, I'll just go ahead and drop it now. It's also my number one. It, I knew it. So good. I mean, it's perfect. It's yeah. literally perfect. I mean, yeah. There, there isn't a single character wasted. There isn't a single piece of film wasted. The comedy fits and is is germane to the world. It, there's there's nothing there's no detail about this movie that is wrong, and <laughs> I sob like a, a like a child every time I watch it. And it's so wild because like 
When you think of letterbox, I really feel like the only people that have a letterbox are people that are in the film. You know what I mean? And when you go to letterbox and see that it pretty much has no four and a half, five star ratings, you know, it's pretty much in between the three and four. I'm just like, I don't get it because this is like the perfect film for people who are into film. It's a film about film. That's also kind of a coming of age movie. That's also kind of a post-war movie. That's kind of also a period piece. Like it's all these check marks. Yeah. And it's fucking just one of the most gorgeous films I've ever seen. It's absolutely just incredible. This movie, if people were going to be like, what movie has Marty done? that says i'm the fucking king of this shit it's fucking hugo it's easy to make people killing other people fun yeah i'm hard pressed to find another director that can do what he did with hugo and say yeah make that that yeah and sandwich and sandwich it in between two movies that absolutely (laughs) like are the antithesis of hugo (laughs) like it's he's so good We always forget about that, too. You know, Aviator, Departed, Shutter Island, Hugo, Wolf of Wall Street, and then Silence. Like, <laughs> what a fucking list of movies that come out. Right. Just, yeah. It's such a weird run. And, and, and when people got into the whole Marvel argument, we're all saying, oh, he just continues to direct the same movie over and over again. I'm like, wow, you really haven't watched anything he's done in the last two decades have you yeah i mean remember coming into this i always called him the gangster movie guy and you literally see that's a fourth of his catalog not even probably a fourth of his catalog yeah Uh, it's like it's five or six things so even though i didn't have hugo my number one it's my number five still a five-star film it is perfect so Mm -hmm. hugo is the shit yeah indeed well, uh, was there anything while doing the podcast you discovered that you that you would love to suggest to other people, or uh, that you would you would put into a rotation to watch more often? Uh, it's got to be it's got to be Unholy Rollers. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. But I, well, I watched that today because I needed a complete. Oh my yeah. <laughs> It's so silly and fun. You know what's wild is, and I don't know if it's just because it's never gotten a proper cleanup remaster type thing, but the version that we watched is not good. You know, like Uh, the sound sounds like shit. Yeah. Shitty on YouTube. But I really feel like if that movie, let's just say Critiker, went up and cleaned it up, put out a Critiker collection or Criterion, sorry. Yeah, fucking. I'm like, yo, this is actually a really, really good movie. I, I thought it was fun, but uh, <laughs> Claudia yeah. Jennings is fucking uh, insanely gorgeous. Woo. True, but um, yeah. As far as like a actual Marty film, let me see here. I really enjoyed watching Rolling Thunder review for the first time. Um, but as far as like a a narrative film. It's a produced one from him, but I'm going to have to say you can count on me. It was one of the very good favorites I, I discovered through this. I know the highest ranking one that I hadn't seen uh, was Silence, because I'd seen a lot of 
Marty's um, directed films before this, but I hadn't seen Silence. Nice. Yeah, I think for me, if and it's always going to depend on the kind of person that you know you're talking to because people are into different things. But mm-hmm. I think for me, if somebody was like, "What's a movie that you love from Marty?" that somebody would be completely shocked that Marty did. It's Age of Innocence. Since we've mm-hmm. watched it, I I bring it up every week because I can never shake that movie. And yeah. that movie is just absolutely incredible. And the fact that, you know, Marty can make this weird romance drama with a twist kind of thing yeah. at the end. It's so good. And one of Daniel Day-Lewis's best performances yeah. oh god he's so good in it mm. you know and even winona riders like i love winona rider but that's definitely up there in her performances i would say i think it's probably her best mm. it's up there yeah for sure what about you paul um so i think the one thing that i watched that stuck with me the most that i hadn't seen before coming into this because honestly like Again, most of the stuff in my top 20 is stuff I had seen before. Yeah. Except for the documentaries and mm-hmm. the one that uh, I'm going to skip over my voyage to Italy. I've already talked about that. Right. So I'm going to, I'm going to go down, down to the last waltz. Uh, mm-hmm. no, that was I, had, great. I hadn't seen that before coming into this. And I, I knew of the band and I knew a couple of their songs and uh, I, wasn't sure how I was going to feel going into this, but I'll be damned. This this rivals uh, stop making sense for me, which mm. is my favorite concert doc. Yeah, and for like the whole week that we were going into covering that, I watched certain performances over and over again because I just couldn't get them out of my head and I couldn't get them out of my heart. And and I think more people should see this. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the only film we watched where I recorded a piece of it and posted it. Because I was <laughs> yeah. just like, bro, these guys are fucking getting it in. Yeah, yeah. it's it's incredible. So and I think I'm going to give one more shout out to After Hours, just because I'm looking at you know all these masterpieces and, and surrounding it, and After Hours on my list just stuck in there. Because it's such a, it's what, like an hour and a half? It's one of Marty's shortest films. And it's so energetic. And yeah. It's so fucking funny. It is. <laughs> And <laughs> it's overlooked, and I it definitely I, I, overlooked. More people need to check that but out. But I also think it's niche. Too. It, it is a like, little bit. Are you into that kind of comedy? Yeah. You know, so I. It's not a movie for everyone, right? But all right, yeah, get into it. Anything else we want to discuss while we're here? Yeah, I just really want to say I'm so glad that we did this. I know it's cool that we have like this cool title, Thursday. And, you know, <laughs> you came up with the whole first AZ stuff when we like all that stuff is cool, but I'm really, really appreciative to sit here and watch this man's catalog. And it really put him in a new light for me on how much of a genius he actually is as a filmmaker. Yeah. And I feel a lot of people could really benefit from actually sitting down with his films and getting to know him as an artist. I yeah. know. Dude, Kundun is so good. It really was. It was so good. <laughs> it's one of the most gorgeous films I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Him, him and Deacons together. 
it it feels like it should have happened a lot more often after that. But then you also look like, well, he really doesn't make movies like that. So no, he doesn't. It's like I always feel like he picks the right cinematographer for the movie. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. sure, I yeah. mean Deeks is Deeks, you know what I mean. So yeah, he's going to be great on some of these other ones, but you know, but he 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 doesn't do what Marty does. Yeah, for for sure. Yeah, it, their their styles just happen to mesh for that movie. You know, maybe maybe they could have done more, but oh, I love Bauhaus. I love Richardson. Yeah, for uh, sure. Uh, Rodrigo Petro here in later films has really. Is he the one that shot silence? Yeah, he's the one that shot silence. Yeah. So good. It's just and, shot so beautifully. In the audition. <laughs> the audition. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I've just been I'm thankful to do this with you guys. And you know, it's been a lot of fun. And uh Scorsese's one of those guys I've always kind of like counted as one of my favorite directors, and now to have seen everything that he's directed and quite mm-hmm. a bit of stuff that he's produced and and but just seeing the stuff where it's him being himself finding out more about the man and his sense of humor and just how you know he takes film seriously but he's a down-to-earth guy other than that yeah uh, and and that's that's been nice yeah and even he, even his like serious love of film isn't serious like right he's mm. he he loves to spoof how much he loves movies yeah you know when when we watch the commercials with him yeah like yeah doing doing the 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 picture the picture uh printed yeah, american place express, in american yeah. express yeah yeah so like, good like there's there's him like yeah it's kind of silly that i love movies this much yeah you know or or the <laughs> the the one with the mom and the kid that was the turn off your cell phones thing yep. <laughs> so good you know the complete opposite of my favorite director Ridley Scott you know who would never put him oh, who he would never make himself vulnerable enough to laugh at himself I couldn't mm-hmm. imagine it ever no no he takes himself very seriously <laughs> very seriously which is yeah. funny to say for the guy whose brother directed Top Gun. Mm. How it goes. <laughs> so exciting. Yeah. This was yep. the, this was a lot of fun. This I'm was really fun. I'm looking forward this. to the next chapter though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh we'll be taking a break from Thursday for the next couple weeks. Uh and when we come back with a new topic, our new topic is going to be Oscar winning actors who have directed films. Oh yeah. So we're gonna we're all gonna pick a few directors that we wanna to follow their directing career. Mm -hmm. And um we'll let you know as we go along who we have picked. Can I can I say one that I'm excited about? Oh go for it. Uh Regina King for sure. Absolutely. I think we're I think we're gonna open with Regina King. Oh yeah. I, I got some names that I'm kind of excited to throw out there and We'll uh, we'll be discussing it here in the next few weeks. Okay. Well, signing off, Marty. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, and we'll, we'll we'll be back. We'll be back though. He's Indeed. got more more films coming. Yep. So uh, when he drops new films, we will interject his films into whatever we are covering. Mm-hmm. Uh, hope hopefully around the week that he drops them, 
so that we can be current on it. Yeah. Well, hmm. but we'll see. But we'll see, we'll see that... in 2023. <laughs> yeah, we we will see if we if we ever get Killers of the Flower Moon. <laughs> Don't you put that curse on me. Yeah, We're gonna right. get it. All right. Until then, Trav. Where can mm. people follow you on the media's social? That is correct. I am on the Instagram at ZK Audio. I'm also on the Twitter at T-R-A-V-I-O-S-Z-K, where I'm also on Letterboxd. And, of course, if you're going to miss listening to this voice every week, you can hear me on the Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks podcast every single Tuesday, boy. <laughs> Zach, man. Hey, you want to find me somewhere? You can find me on Critiker, Zach Messer, X A K K M A S T E R, TikTok at House Havoc, Letterbox by searching my name, Mr. Workman. You follow me at Father's Fear across the platforms of Twitter and Letterbox, where I keep a running tally of all the films that I watch. And uh, I finally watched Prey. Ooh. Oh, Holy yeah, that's right. You did. Hell yeah. Shit. Prey rules. Where do you rank it on Predator movies? Uh, I need to rewatch Predator 2, but currently I have it sitting at my number two. That's where I had it. With with Predator 2 removed, because I don't remember the last time I watched Predator 2. So it's it's like, it's uh, Predator, Prey, Predators, mm. uh, AVP, AVPR, and then The Predator. Yeah. yeah da, definitely da, 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 The da, da, Predator's da. last on that list, for sure. So... So I'll I'll rewatch Predator Two soon and get back to you on that. Yeah, we had the same list except I had Predator Two interjected at the number three spot. I wow. I have a feeling that's where it's going to go, but yep. again, I don't remember almost anything from Predator Two except Danny Glover rules. Yeah, but Danny Glover definitely rules. Yeah. All that being said, you can also follow me and Joe Tapia at Shark Dressed Men on TikTok where we're covering shark-related content. And the letterbox. And the letterbox. Oh, yes, the shark has been letterbox. We got that now, so <laughs> so follow us. And what's the caption? What? What do you say when you review a movie? Oh, God, uh, what do we say? <laughs> uh, now, now, this is a film we could really sink our teeth into. Dude, and I love it. <laughs> when I saw that you had done it for all of them, all the reviews i was like yes i love that <laughs> now y'all need to start a ranking system you know what i mean five bites or something you know we're doing two fins up two fins up i like it two fins up uh, all right so hey trap hey thank you for producing our show that's right i'm here excellent i like when you're here <laughs> yeah Two fins up, baby. Two fins up. Uh, we, also, <laughs> we would also like to thank Chad Ramsey for our most excellent theme song. We'd like to thank Megan and Shay Belting for our good bar. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Alice Pod and on Facebook at the Alice Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a nice five-star review on the podcast. Which for Spotify, it really helps us to be seen in the almighty algorithm. The almighty Marty rhythm. <laughs> So, for Trav, Zach, and the incomparable Thelma Shoemaker, editor of all of Marty's wonderful narrative features, we would like for you all to have a dang fine day. <laughs> <laughs>